Okay. I'm not going to keep you for long. This is really just an introduction session to frame what we're hoping to see God do today. But first of all, I always have to start like this. Can I please have a shout out from all of the Kloof or Upper Highway ladies? I like to see you in the room. Wow, great stuff. And the North Coasters? Competition. And um, how about the Florida Road? Wow. Okay. And visitors from other churches? Wow, that's wonderful to have you all. And my favorite group, the ladies who got dragged here. Come on, come on, I wanna see you. Well done. Who else got dragged here, kicking and screaming? I was that girl. Yes, women's conferences were, to me, I would rather have my toenails pulled out than go to a women's conference. And so I hope that after today, you will see that Sometimes it can just be something different. I really have tried to make a conference that I wouldn't have wanted to never go back to. So only those ladies, nobody else, I don't want criticism from anyone else. Only you girls who got dragged here, you're welcome to come and tell me how I failed at the end of the day. Okay? Nobody else. I don't want to hear it from any of you others. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you can. Okay. So it's so, so good to be with you. And um, today, you know, we always um, kind of keep it a secret, but I think you've already seen it in your programs. But... God um, gave us this word for today that we think is the most beautiful, glorious word that we want to explore and dive into and embrace and be confronted by and eventually, hopefully, live out completely wholeheartedly. And this word is integrity. It is a beautiful word. And it's a word that also comes with big implications. I think to be called a full of integrity person is it's a big deal, um, and so it carries a lot of weight with it. So the risk today would be that you think that we've only got people up here who claim to be completely full of integrity, and that's just not the case, because we see integrity as something that is a journey, it's like a muscle that you develop. And it's known um, by some, some call it actually the character of the kingdom. And um, so we are on a journey, all of us to grow in integrity. And we really trust that today as we dig into this word and explore it and pull it apart, that all of us will leave here with this new desire in our hearts to understand what it is to live from a place of integrity, greater integrity. I know you all have integrity, but there are ever increasing degrees of integrity, which we're going to explore today. So just a couple of definitions, just to confuse you. Well, actually, to not confuse you and maybe confuse you. So it's really the quality of being honest or having strong moral principles. And then there's another word, which is like the, the physical kind of definition of it, which is a state of being whole and undivided. And I love how those two connect. This is whole and undividedness of it. And, and how it works within us means that there isn't division. And that's a beautiful thing. Um, it speaks of honesty and truth. But where honesty is, is telling the truth, integrity takes it a step further and you live out truth. You live out from a place of honesty and you're prepared to take difficult steps in order to remain true and honest. Brene Brown said this, it is choosing courage over comfort, choosing what is right over what is fun, fast and easy and choosing to practice our values rather than simply professing them. Integrity is doing the right thing, whether it benefits you or not. So there's some words that I think you can imagine now that go hand in hand with integrity. Words like truth, honesty, which we said, but then there's these words like endurance and discomfort and perseverance and patience. 
and many more that probably don't actually fill us with like the warm fluffies and a whole lot of glee. So at this point, a man arm, you can lock the doors. We don't want them running out. But no, it's... Um, <laughs> I think what we need to realize is that whilst there's a lot of those kind of hard, weighty words associated with integrity, it's such an important thing for us to explore. We're living in a world with so much falseness and fakeness and lies that we know that this world is aching for people of integrity. It's aching for people who show truth. And I just would so love to know that Christianity becomes the word synonymous with integrity. Wouldn't that be a glorious thing? If that's what we as believers carried, it's just complete and utter integrity. So, um, some of you are feeling a little bit twitchy because you might be thinking, well, you don't know the state of my integrity or, you know, I've, I've got this wax. That's fine. Some of you have it waxed. Some of us don't. But I thought that I would just share some of my areas where I struggle with integrity so that you can maybe identify some in your own life and um, also have a little bit of laugh at my expense. But these things are just to say, ladies, this is not a place where we want to condemn or make anyone feel horrible. This is a place where we want to actually all together walk into a place of greater freedom. So um, I, have, I have a few issues with the law. I struggle a little bit with rules, okay? It's been a problem in my life. And um, so I'd like it if this stays in this room and if we could just take this bit out of the recordings. But that's actually not a very um, good integrous comment to make. Okay. So, anyway. So now, I don't like seatbelts. I really don't. And we, we stayed at San Lemire once. And at San Lemire, when you're staying there, it's quite safe on the roads. And you're in and out of your car all the time. And so, you know, I didn't want to... I had this stupid car that beeped every time I didn't buckle in. I think that's why my husband got it for me. But it would beep like a crazy thing until I buckled up. And I was just getting so fed up with this thing that I realized I could click it in while I wasn't in there and then just sit on top of it. And, and that was glorious, because then I, you know, I'd jump in and drive, and it wouldn't swear at me, and I was so happy. And then we left San Lemire, and I kind of forgot to undo this contraption of mine until my husband saw it, and he, he gave me a proper mouthful. And then another thing that shows a little area of my lack of integrity is that um, one of my friends, I think Taryn actually, was driving with me and said, hey, Nancy, you're going a little bit over the limit. And I was like... You are allowed to go 10% over the limit. They cannot fine you. It's the law. I'm allowed to drive at 132. And um, you don't, do you know that on the freeways you are? You can't be, um, they won't fine you up to 132. Okay. But what happens is that, you know, when you're going 132, it's so easy to just go a little, you know. And so there's this thing inside of me uh, where I'm going, I know it's right, but I'm not acting in what I know is right. I'm sorry, and I've really improved in, in many of these areas. Um, then at, at our kids' school, um, our, our kids have just joined Amshlali School in the North Coast this year, and the traffic there is another story, but I'm not going to go down that road. There is a road I'm going to talk about, however. There's a road behind the school for people with two-by-twos and two-by-fours and four-by-fours. So big cars can take this little dust road. But there's a sign that says, extremely slippery when wet. Okay. But I don't think all laws apply to me. I go, yeah, it's slippery for everyone else, but not me. And so I'm just, I'm such a rush, I'm going to take this. And so off I go, because different laws apply to me. And of course, I slipped down this hill and got towed out. <laughs> In our first week. It was a glorious way to be welcomed into the Amshlali family. Um, yeah, and then, oh, London. Last year we went to London and found out that if you have a car there with four seats and there are five of you, you must get another car. 
And we're like, no, we put people on the back of buggies. We fill up. We can put eight people in a car back in Africa. This is not a problem. We've got this. We, we find. We, us five can go in here. No. No, you need five seats. No, but remember, we can do the mom seatbelt. Remember when she screeched to a halt and stick her arm out? And that was the seatbelt. Re- who's old enough to remember? That's how we drove around. Okay, so we were like, we can do that thing. It's fine. No, no, we had to have two cars, so we have enough seatbelts. Okay, so that nearly drove me dilly. Can't live in England. Even if God, God wouldn't call me there, I wouldn't cope. Okay, and then, then there was this place in Cambridge. It was this tree on this lush green grass, and I discovered that Isaac Newton had lain under this tree and discovered gravity. An apple fell down and it dropped, and that's how he discovered gravity. I was like, I've got to lie under that tree. And there was this pesky little sign that said, do not walk on the grass. And I was like, okay, I've got this. I climbed over the fence and I crawled. Because it's not walking. Okay, I was obeying the rules. So I crawled and lay under the tree. My family were very embarrassed. But more than that, I have a British friend who will actually be here tomorrow. And you know, this nearly, it nearly messed up our friendship. She was like, you just don't do that. She was distraught that I would do such a thing. And I was like, I don't see the big deal. Anyway, we've managed to salvage our friendship to the point that she will be here tomorrow. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm making light of these things. But really, there are areas that help us to see that there is something that we know is right or the correct thing to do, and then we don't do it. And that's an integrity matter. And um, what I don't want this to become is a heavy, where we're going, oh, I've got to try harder, got to do this, got to do that. It's not meant to be that. God wants to lead us in this. He wants to just draw us with his rest into this place. And um, he does not want it to be a striving thing. He wants to give us kingdom thinking and living that will become our reality. So there's a verse that has really been like a plumb line for this day, and it is this, from Psalm 18. It says, He stood me in a wide open field, and I stood there saved, surprised to be loved. And that's where we want to take you today, to that place where you stand in a wide open space, vulnerable, the mask is off, the outside matches the inside, and yet you're still loved there. So like I said, there'll be many surprises but it's going to be glorious. And I think if you just open your heart and allow God to speak to you today, you will leave changed people. We're all going to leave changed. Um, For some of you, especially the ladies who got dragged here, there might be bits that are weird. We've got such an array of speakers, all of whom are glorious. But you know what? Just, Just embrace it. Because I know that God has put this program together today. Okay, who was at that playhouse last year? Right. So you, who remembers the word we used? Come on, ladies. What was the word? Remarkable. Okay, and we broke it up into three. Re, Mark, and Abel. And to my horror, I realized we couldn't really do that with integrity. But then I thought, no, we actually can. And I know that the creative team are going to vomit at what I'm about to do because it's just so, such a tenuous little link. But I'm going to do it anyway because it actually felt to me like a gift from heaven because it does give us a framework for what's going to happen today. So the in part. The in is that, ladies, if we want to grow in integrity and we don't start withdrawing in what he has for us, then don't even bother. It's going to become exhausting and striving and works. Just allow his love in. Allow his spirit in. He wants to do this with us. That's the in part. And um, when I woke up last Friday, I was like... (gasps) 
seven days, seven days of conference. God, what do you want to do? And I felt him say, seven days of conference, seven days of creation. Look at my creation story. So if you'll give me a moment. If we go back to the beginning and we see what he created for us, it was perfect. It was a gift. It was a gift birthed in love. This beautiful garden that was just the most amazing place to live. And um, it was driven and created with love. And it was a place where there was meant to be complete freedom. And a place where integrity was not even required, if you think about it. Because there was no shadow. There was no darkness. Integrity was just everything about it. And then sadly, Adam made a terrible move. That's no, okay. We know, we know the story. <laughs> We're not going to go there. Adam and Eve made a choice that opened up to this life. Pain and suffering and grief and shame and all of these terrible things was never God's intention. But because this place was made out of love, the reality is that for love to exist, there has to be freedom. Because if you don't have freedom to love, it's not love at all. It's robotic. It does. It's not love. If, if you knew that somebody loved you because they had no choice, that would not be love. There would be absolutely no value to it. And so there had to be a choice. And God put that tree there and they chose badly. And as a result, we live in a world of brokenness. But as we draw him in, as we embody his character, his spirit and his love, we get to be a part of bringing kingdom back. That God and that place that he had desired for us to live, we get to carry that into the world. And so that's the next part. In te, but can we just pretend it's a two? Just pretend. Okay, so in and then two. It's got to go somewhere. This love, his spirit, these things that he places inside of us, he's through the spirit, they have to go to people. They have to go out into the world to bring kingdom back, to bring back what he had hoped for it to be. And he allowed that through his son, who lived and died and rose again and gave us the gift of his spirit. And so today we are, we, we are in awe of that name, the name that is above all names. And I really trust that you will just embrace everything that Jesus has to offer you today. And that as it floods you, it would pour out to others. So we've got the in, we've got the two, and I'm getting there, I'm winding up now. The next part is... Gritty, yes, this is the part that's not so much fun. Well done, Taryn. Gritty, because this journey requires endurance. It requires pushing through. When things are hard and we have the easy choice, the hard choice, integrity requires the hard choice. But it's not hard if we're empowered with the Spirit. So, I'm going to leave that part out because I think I've already gone over time. What I want you to do now is just take a moment. I hope you've all got something to write on. If not, take out your lipstick and write on your leg or something. But I'm just going to give you five seconds, ten seconds, to just think about something that maybe God wants to do in you today that is going to help what you show the world, the outside to match the inside, or the inside to match the outside. Something that needs to shift, something that needs to drop Something that maybe you think he never wanted for you, that you would be more free without. Just take a moment to write that down.
Okay. So our hope is that after today, whenever we see or hear this word integrity, our spirits will just leap. We'll be so excited about it. And that in all of us, it would grow and muscle up and there would be a wave of it that goes out of this building and into all of our places. So it's going to be in today, receiving his love, his spirit. It's going to be to one another. I want to see lots of hugging today. Just hug ladies. If you don't like hugging, just do this. I know there's some ladies who don't like it. Go like that. But everyone else just hug, okay? Um, lots of toing out there. And um, the gritty might be when it comes to toilet time. I don't know. Um, ladies conference, minimal toilets, but you'll get there. Um, I'm going to call Ames up. Where is Amy? And while Amy comes up, I've also got a little homework task. Last year um, at Wholehearted, we asked everybody to write their name, uh, to find the meaning of their name, and then post it on Instagram. And um, just there was this stream for the next week or two of everybody posting their names and going hashtag Wholehearted, and uh, their name and what it meant. And we just really wanted people to step into this name that had been spoken over them, because words have power. Words have power. Your name is speaking over you. And um, today, I want to encourage you to do something different, to ask God to either give you a word that you're going to anchor yourself to and live from a place of integrity in. So I'll tell you my word this year. He said, love large, just love large. And boy, it has been hard to love large at times. And I've really had to just develop that muscle and just move forward and some, some things that has been hard. And then another word he gave me, which is an identity word. So you could choose either or. There could be a word that is like an action kind of word or a word that you feel that God gives to just describe you. And the word he gave me this year was box breaker. And that is really to just help people to take the boxes away from God, the boxes that we've put him in that he didn't put himself in and the boxes that people have been put in that he never intended. So... Those are my words. I want you to just ask God today to give you a word like that, either to describe you or to describe something that he wants to do through you. And then put it on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, put it onto a little pretty design thing and go hashtag integrity, hashtag wholehearted. Okay. Ladies, thank you. Ames, will you come along? This glorious woman, Amy, please give her a big hand.